0: Welcome to the Faith Assembly Podcast. We're so glad that you joined us today. It is our desire at Faith to help you connect, grow and go in your walk with God. We hope you're encouraged by this message from Pastor Steve. Well, we're gonna get into the word together this morning and launch a new series of messages centered around the theme Christmas is. And we're gonna talk about a few things that, you know, are, are a part of the nature of this time that we celebrate. And um, we're going we're gonna to talk today about how that Christmas is a time for preparation. Before I get into this word together today, I just want to stop, pause here for just a minute, and recognize the sacrificial giving of one family in particular. Um, as we were here and we were lifting our voices and we were praising the Lord, uh, one family situated in this place today had received word that their loved one had passed away. Now let me let me go beyond that and give you some of the circumstances surrounding that. Many of you probably saw the news this week that there was a, a group of soldiers that were wounded uh, with the explosion of an IED, and uh, two of those had passed away. One of those was uh, part of the Laurent family. Uh, Jen's brother Jason was serving over in Afghanistan. and uh, Guys, thank you. Thank you for your sacrifice. Uh, Because it wasn't just Jason who sacrificed. You have sacrificed as well. God bless you. Our thoughts and our prayers are with you during this difficult time. And uh, we just pray the peace and comfort of the Holy Spirit be in your lives. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Would you pray with me this morning? Father, we come to you in the strong name of Jesus. Lord, and we lift this family up to you, Lord, as today their hearts are filled with grief. Lord, what a testament of faith that they're sitting here in this place right now to receive encouragement from your word. God, I just pray, Lord, as they lean hard into you, God, that your peace that passes all understanding, your joy, unspeakable and full of glory, would flood their hearts and their minds in Jesus' name, and we just give them to you. And, Lord, we ask you to keep them in your perfect care. Amen. 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 God bless you. Well, praise the Lord. If you would, turn with me this morning to Luke chapter 2, Luke's gospel chapter 2, and we're going to talk about Christmas. So, we are officially in the countdown to Christmas, right? You know, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to avoid all the cliches this time of year and, you know, talk about we can't believe how fast this year has gone by and just how time has flown and, and all those things, but I really cannot believe that it's December 2nd already. I mean, that just that is blowing my mind. Time really does fly, and I don't know if you've recognized it or not, but we're not simply in... And I don't intend to offend anyone this morning. I know it's Christmas. I know it's the celebration of our our Savior's birth. But we are in, we're not just in the holiday season. uh, And I'm not sure if you're aware of it or not. But we are also in a season of preparation. Right now, today, December 2, you are in a season of preparation. Uh, Be honest with me. How many of you went Black Black Friday shopping? Bless you. Bless you. Was it fun? Yeah? Yeah, it was a riot, wasn't it? (laughs) Let me ask you this, be real, did it get physical? Come on, okay, okay, God bless, hey, thank you for being Jesus in the marketplace, okay? Because I'm telling you, Man, when I was, I think the first time I ever saw anything, witnessed anything like the madness and the mayhem of what has become like the Black Friday thing now was, how many of you remember when they first released Cabbage Patch Kids? <laughs> Do you remember moms and dads and stuff brawling in the middle of the department store to get a Cabbage Patch Kid? And then things are homely looking, <laughs> Right? Let me ask you this, why did you go Black Friday shopping? Because Christmas time is coming. It was was part of your preparation. You're getting ready, Christmas coming. Let's be honest, most of what we do for the next few weeks is going to be in preparation for December twenty five. We've decorated the houses. The stockings are hung by the chimney with care. We've purchased gifts, or at least begun to. Strategies are being put in place for visiting our families and making sure that we can fit in all our obligations. So how are you doing on your preparation? You, you making plans? Are you off to a good start? Oh, that's not many. Have you started at all? Who said no? (laughs) Oh my goodness. A procrastinator in the crowd. (laughs) I'm sure there's some of you in here that are almost done, aren't you? Amen. Yeah, I hear you over there bragging. (laughs) I'm sure that there are some of you that are going to wait to the very last minute. Yeah, yeah can i tell you something today preparation is essential preparation is an essential to life it just it's it's unavoidable you know if we're seeking a career we would choose a course of education that's going to prepare us for, that, for, for our experience in that field. If we're participating in something of an athletic nature, we choose a form of exercise that's going to prepare us for the test that lies ahead of us. If we need endurance, we're going to train for endurance. If we need strength, we're going to train for strength. If we're, if we're, going, to, if we're going to cook a dish, we collect the ingredients, right? We, we have to prepare. We have to prepare. There are... Few things in this life that for which we don't have to prepare. Let me just stop right here. And uh, speaking of Black Friday sales and being in Walmart, <clears throat> let me thank you all for preparing yourself before you came to church today. Amen. Oh, y'all hadn't seen those folks in their pajamas out in public, right? Okay. So thank you for preparing yourself to come to the house of the Lord today. You know, we prepared to come to church this morning. We're going to prepare to go to work tomorrow. We'll even prepare to go to bed tonight. Right? we got to get ready. It seems like the greater something's significance in our lives, the greater the amount of preparation is, is required for that, right? The more significant it is, the more we have to prepare for it. It's been said that failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. And you know what? There's a sad reality that I've observed in my life, and that is that there are a lot of people who will prepare for a great many things, and they are successful at a number of things, But when it comes to life in general, not so much. They're not prepared for life. They're prepared for their career. They're prepared for what they're going to do next week. They're prepared for their vacation, but they're not prepared to live life. They can earn a living, but they don't know how to live. They can their careers are flourishing, but their homes are failing. Their portfolio is growing, but their personal life is languishing. I simply want to share with you that you not only need to be prepared for the things of this life, but you need to be prepared for life. There are a lot of places that you can get, there, there are a lot of places that you can get by accident. But not many of the places you end up by accident are places that you want to be. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that if you take a poll here, there are a lot of people who would testify that they never intended to be where they are today. Or if you could go out on the street and you could talk to some people, you'd find out that they, they never intended to be where they are right now. But the, and the truth of that matter is that most places that people aspire to be require preparation. How many of you want to be victorious? How many of you want to be spiritually mature? How many of you want to be what has been prescribed in the Word that you would be if you are obedient and you walk according to the Spirit? Right? Those things require preparation. I want to share with you this morning a a story from the Christmas narrative that I pray will underscore in your mind the principle of preparation and it'll it'll hopefully give light to its true source. It's one of my favorite parts surrounding the the birth of Christ and it seems many times that this particular passage gets buried beneath the shepherds and the angel choirs and the wise men and all the sort. But if you found your place there in Luke chapter 2 And if you'll turn there with me, we're going to begin reading at verse 22 about a man named Simeon. I just pause for a quick prayer to just ask the Lord that that would be the only person upon whom my sermon has that effect. Would you look with me at Luke chapter 2, verse 22? When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him, him being Jesus, to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it was written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male must be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was a righteous and devout. He was waiting for the constellation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation. We have before us here the narrative of a man of whom the Bible declares to be devout and righteous. He was anointed of God and had the Spirit of God upon him. He was a good man. He was a good man. He was also a man with a promise. That promise was that the Spirit had bore witness to him that he would not die until he had seen the Messiah, until he had witnessed him firsthand. And then came the day of the fulfillment of that promise that prompted, the word says that he was prompted by the Holy Spirit, he went into the inner courts of the, tab- of the temple. And I, I can't help but wonder as I'm reading this what that day felt like to Simeon. I, I wonder, did he, did he awake to that new day like every other day? Or did he awake feeling that something special was about to happen I think the latter is true. I think that he awoke that day and he felt like something special was on the way because as Luke records, he was moved by the Spirit and he went into the inner courts. How many of you, the Lord has ever just impressed upon you that something good was about to happen? I believe Simeon woke up that morning and the Holy Spirit began to deal with his heart and he said, you know what, I just, I don't know what it is, but I just feel like today is going to be a very special day. I feel like something good is about to happen. And I, I'm not sure, those, those are just my speculations, but what I do know is that this man had waited for years for the promise to be fulfilled. And Every good Jew would have brought their child for purification as required by the law. So this man had seen many, many, many couples come through the temple and present their children to the Lord in dedication. But Luke says that as he took this child in his arms, that in a moment he knew that there was something different here. And he said, Lord, you can now let me depart, which in the Greek literally means let die. You can can let me die now in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation. In this moment, he realized that he wasn't going through another religious tradition. In this moment, he realized that this was not just another rite of passage. In this moment, this man recognized the salvation of the Lord. He realized that things were about to change. And at his advanced age, he realized that having recognized the salvation of God, that he was prepared for whatever the next step in his life would be, which quite possibly could have been to die. And he said, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready for it. Now, please, please allow me to simply say today that there are a lot of messages going out in our world today concerning the true way to heaven. But the message of Christ and others who were moved by the Holy Spirit of God says that until you have recognized the salvation of Almighty God through Jesus Christ, then you're not prepared to leave this world. You are not prepared to see heaven. I don't care how good you were. The word says of Simeon that he was a good man. He was a devout man. He was a wonderful person. He was the kind of guy you would like to have for a next door neighbor. I mean, he was just a kind, wonderful person as described here in the scripture. A righteous man. You could have trusted him with your bank deposit. It had been okay. It would have been in good hands. He was a righteous man. But he was not ready to leave this world until he had recognized the salvation of God. Simeon was a good man, but he wasn't ready. Simeon was a devout man, but not ready. It wasn't until he beheld the salvation of the Lord that he himself could declare, I am ready. I'm ready. Jesus said in John 14 and verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. Peter declares in Acts chapter 4, verses 11 and 12, Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. I can almost sense in this place that maybe I'm being dismissed as irrelevant to your life situation because at the current time, death is not what you desire to be preparing for. As a matter of fact, you may be on the other end of the spectrum, you're, you're, you're looking at other areas of your life as being more pressing now maybe you're a maybe you're a young person that's just getting out of school and you're thinking about what the next step is as far as college or some sort of educational training preparation for the workplace you're saying well pastor this this message today it's kind of shooting beyond me maybe this is for some of the more mature people in the room And you're dismissing it as irrelevant. As a matter of fact, there are many of you who are at an age right now that you're still impressed with the feeling of your own immortality. The thought that one day you will leave this world never crosses your mind. And you just feel like that this is a little bit irrelevant for you. But can I share something with you this morning? Everybody wants to know how to live. You want me to give you a word today about how to handle situations and circumstances in your life. But can I tell you that the answer as to how to live is found in one's preparedness to die? I want to say that again. Until you are ready to leave this world, with the assurance of salvation through jesus christ in your heart and your life not only are you not prepared to die you are ill prepared and ill-equipped to live the answer i want to say it again to how to live is found in one's preparedness to die because his confession in that moment was not, take me now, Lord, but I am ready. I'm ready. Upon recognizing the salvation of the Lord, this man was ready for whatever come next, even if it did mean death. And can I tell you today, if you're not walking by faith, if you're not living by faith, if you're not in an active relationship with Jesus Christ, not only are you not ready to die, but you're not fully ready to live. Because Jesus said, I have come that they would have life and have it to the full. Have it abundantly. And the only way that we get to that life, it's not by reading a bunch of self-help books. It's not by having more money or more worldly goods. But it only comes as we yield and submit our heart and life to Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. You see, death is not the end of life. Death is a part of life. Death of this physical body is merely a transition of life from the temporal and earthly to the eternal. You are going to live somewhere forever. The point I want to impress upon you today is that if you are truly prepared to live, then being prepared to die takes care of itself and if you're not and you're not prepared to die until you're prepared to live. You will never succeed at being everything or anything that God has planned for you to be until you have come to the point of recognizing God's salvation through Jesus Christ for your own life and submitting to his Lordship. Until every day your prayer is Father, not my will, but yours be done. Are you prepared to live? Are you prepared to live? Simeon said, I'm ready. Bill Gaither wrote a song many years ago now. It says, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because he lives... I can face the future. And life is worth the living just because he lives. So if you're facing a circumstance or a situation in your life right now and you're looking to the answer for it, I can tell you that the answer starts with Jesus. I don't know what the preceding steps are thereafter. That's for you to permit him to lead you through and to grant wisdom into your life Concerning, but the answer starts with Jesus. You need to be able to stand on the cusp of whatever comes next in your life be it graduation or marriage or a career change or a change in your family dynamic, whatever that is. You need to be able to stand at that threshold just like Simeon and say, I'm ready. I'm ready and it doesn't matter how much training you've had it doesn't matter how many seminars you've attended it doesn't even matter how proficient you are at a task until you have met Jesus you're not ready you're not ready you will never glorify God through your life the way you were intended to until you've met Jesus. You'll never be satisfied. You'll never be fulfilled until you've met Jesus. You'll never have the sense or the wisdom to deal with that blessing that's being poured into your life until you've met Jesus. I don't... I don't I don't want to know today what your attendance record is. If things are right between you and God, then your attendance record will take care of itself. I don't want to know how devout you are. If you're truly saved, you'll set your mind to be devoted to the things of God. I don't want to know how much scripture you can quote because if you truly love God, you'll hide that word in your heart that you might not sin against him. What I want to know today is, are you born again? Are you born again? Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you fully trusting in his grace this hour? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? That's what I need to know today. That's what you need to know today. Have you died to self? in order to live for him? Because I want to tell you that if you're not living for God, if you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, then you're not only ill-prepared to die, you are tragically ill-equipped to live. Because real life begins the moment that we recognize God's salvation in our own lives. You see, Simeon had heard the foretelling of the prophets. He had heard the messianic prophecies expounded thoroughly. But it wasn't enough to hear about Jesus. He had to experience Jesus. He had to experience Jesus and that is the only time that we're prepared. See, Christmas is a season of preparation. Should serve as a wonderful illustration for us because we are getting ready this week, every night this week except Monday. I have something to do. And I'm sure your calendar looks much the same. As a matter of fact, almost every night for the next three weeks, there's something to do. And it's all in preparation for a day that we set aside to celebrate the birth of our Savior. To recognize His advent, His coming into this world. And what are we doing for weeks and weeks and weeks? We're getting ready. We're making preparation. So that on Christmas Day, we can get up, we can gather around the tree, we can call all our loved ones near, and we'll be prepared for that moment. It's a wonderful illustration. Because Jesus Jesus wasn't born into this world simply to bring salvation for me. The word says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And today I want to challenge you, if you're in this room or you're watching online, whatever the case may be, listening to a podcast, that if you can't answer with great affirmation that you have seen for yourself the salvation of God and you're not ready make this Christmas time a season of preparation in your own life maybe this time next year you'll be celebrating a birth of your own not just the physical birth of Jesus but the rebirth of your own spirit being born again a day for a marked change in your own life where you can look back to that stone of remembrance and say right then is the time that i became ready for the next steps and the next stages in my life i recognize salvation in my own heart Father thank you for your goodness thank you for your mercy thank you for John three sixteen that you so loved this world even while we were still sinners you loved us so much that you gave your only begotten son to be born of a virgin that whoever believed in him would not perish but have everlasting life. God, I thank you today that I can look before me at whatever may be waiting on the horizon and not due to my own strength, not due to my own talents, not due to my own abilities, But due to the fact that I know that you hold my hand and you hold my future, I'm ready. I'm ready for what lies ahead. We hope you enjoyed this inspirational message today. If you would like more information about Faith Assembly, please visit us on the web at faith-assembly.org. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you have a blessed day.